Hello. Welcome to the Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is December 3rd, 2019. So this podcast is going to be a little bit different as part in this background noise. I do live in a city. <laughs> this podcast will be a little bit different as this is about marriage. And I think that I'm going to call this podcast um, something along the lines of marriage advice or relationship advice. This series, I think that I'm going to do it for the whole month of December. And um, also, it's going to be for men and women. So what I would like for you to do, Tribe, is to share this podcast on your social media sites to share the information with other people as there are many of us in the house of God who need this information. This is something that um, not too many pastors talk about. So I'll be coming from a biblical place. I'm going to need you to grab your swords, which is the Bible. I'm going to need you to grab your pen and your notepad, as this is a podcast where you're going to need to take notes, and you will also need to listen to this podcast more than twice to get this word into your spirit, into your mind, into your subconscious mind, and even in your belly. So it doesn't matter what your religion is or what your spiritual beliefs are. I am a firm believer in all roads lead to God. So it doesn't matter to me if you're Catholic, if you're Muslim, if you're Christian, if you're Baptist, if you're non-denominational, whatever it is. This is something for everyone, male and female alike. So let us get into it. I am going to make this podcast about a half hour long, so I won't be before you too long. So get your tea, honey, get your swords, and let's get into it. So uh, as I was uh, just sitting around, um, I had begun to get revelation from God about marriage, the preparation of marriage. If we were to open up our Bibles and look at Job's wife, she was in preparation for 90 days. She had essential oil. She took baths. She was luxuriating and just getting herself prepared. And so the series um, is rooted in the preparation of marriage for those who are single. So there are three things that the Spirit of the Lord had uh, revealed to me. And the first thing that was revealed is um, for women, uh, choose a husband for yourself. Only let him be from your father's house. I remember a couple of months ago, I was uh, studying the daughters of uh, Ziphilad. I can't pronounce the man's name. It's spelled Z-E-L-O-P-H-E-H-A-D. That um, study that I had did, 
I think I'll do in another podcast. That's a story in itself. So if you go to Numbers 36, you can read the entire passage for yourself, but I am going to read part of it for you. I want to tell you that when God speaks to you, however he chooses to speak to you, you can always find what he says to you in the Bible. No psychic ability, ethereal ability, whatever you want to call it, will ever come into alignment with the word of God. The devil will, I I don't find the devil to be um, uh, the author of all lies. I find the devil to be an evil genius. He will quote the Bible, but he will not lead you to God. So don't do things. Don't, don't do your own thing. Do what's right in the sight of God so that all will be well with your soul. So in Numbers 36, verse 5, your version may read a little bit different from mine. But mine says, and it reads, Then at the Lord's command, Moses gave this order to the Israelites. What the tribe of the descendants of Joseph is saying is right. This is what the Lord commands for Zelophad's daughters. They may marry anyone they please, as long as they marry within their father's tribal clan. And the word of the Lord is blessed. This means you have to, ladies, look past a man's belief in God, his bank account, and his looks. When it comes to marriage, there needs to be more in order for the marriage to last. The second God-inspired word that I had gotten was in Malachi 3. Um, do not do your own thing. Like I just previously said, um, do well, do things well in the sight of God so that all will be well with your soul. You want your marriage to last. You want your marriage to be fulfilling. You want to be happy within your marriage. If you do not have God's approval, it will not go right for you. You can plan things to go a certain way in life and it will you'll never get what you planned. If you do right, you will get what you planned. Only do not do your own thing. The, the third God-inspired thing that he had taught me for the preparation of marriage for singles is what are you doing to prepare yourself for marriage? Everyone desires to be married. Well, not everyone, but most people desire to be married, but they don't think to prepare themselves for marriage. There are some people who aren't knowledgeable enough to say, okay, let us go and sit down with a marriage counselor before we get married so that we can make sure we are on one accord and be on the same page, so forth and so on. Some people jump into marriage not having a clue what it is that they're doing, what the expectations of 
themselves are from their spouse and vice versa. And the next thing you know, somebody is cheating, there's a divorce, people hate each other, and so forth and so on. You want to avoid all of that. Nobody needs that type of chaos in their lives, especially when it comes to getting married. The next thing is there's a difference between liking your spouse and being in love with your spouse. Those are two different things. If you actually like your spouse, I think that in my own personal opinion, you'll always be supportive of your spouse, uh, whatever it is that um, they want to do with their lives, with their selves, with the marriage, with the children, with finances, whatever the case may be. If you love your spouse, you will be with your spouse through thick and thin. The marital vows are for better or for worse through sickness and in health. So if you love your spouse, uh, even when the times is worse or uh, even when the times are of sickness, you will still be there for your spouse. Another thing that God had taught me, and this came from the 72-year-old woman that I had um, been talking to you guys about, is emotional security is something that is important in a marriage or in a relationship. The way that a person will feel emotionally secure is by knowing where they stand with you and by you inviting them into certain areas of your life, such as your home and your family and uh, the Christmas party, you know, at your job, your church, uh, even your finances, if you dare to be a daredevil. <laughs> But this is how a person will feel emotionally secure. The next thing is marriage is an act of worship. It is an act of worship. You do not walk out on your spouse when you get into a disagreement. You stay. You, you relevantly communicate and you actively listen. Listening is an art. Do not listen to respond. Listen to hear how your partner or your spouse feels. If you care about someone, you don't want to hurt them unintentionally or unconsciously. When they tell you you've done something to hurt their feelings, the first thing you want to do is extend an apology. Not to say that you're wrong, but to acknowledge that you have done something hurtful to your mate. You never want to leave a person with a bad taste in their mouths about you because you care. The next thing is sex is an act of worship. I don't think I need to explain any of that to any of you, as, as I am quite sure that those who are listening to this podcast are not virgins. The next thing is there needs to be a purpose for marriage. Now that purpose um, 
will really be based from off of um, what God is teaching you and showing you. Like I've said, you have to pay attention. I did do a podcast that is literally titled Pay Attention. So if you need some advice or some tips on how to pay attention and what you should be paying attention to, you might want to go back and listen to that podcast. Everybody's purpose for marriage will be different. You may cross someone in life where you'll have a lot of similarities or things in common when it comes to the purpose of marriage. So you just want to think about what it is that you need. I am really sensing right now it can be based off of what you did not get um, from your childhood. Like for me in particular, I'm going to use me as an example. I am a daddyless daughter. And so the things that an active father teaches a daughter, I did not get. One of those things is to feel emotionally safe. I was emotionally abused. And so I need to feel emotionally safe. So one of the purposes of me wanting And desiring to be a wife and to be married would be, I need to feel emotionally safe. That's one of the purposes for the marriage. I will share with you that one of the things that God had taught me, the purpose of marriage in his eyes for me and my husband, is that we are going to teach people what love in a marriage looks like. So you want to be sure that you want to pray, you want to fast, you want to be radical about your fasting and your prayer. You always want to get up either at midnight or 3 a.m. to pray about the purpose of your marriage and see what it is that God teaches you. Like I said, you do need to be radical in order to get this information from God. This is new information and you want the truth. The other thing that I learned um, about the preparation of marriage is that there is a process that most women go through. There's a process that most women go through. And that that process is it first starts off with interest. A woman, excuse me, will have to have an interest in a man. And then that will shift into respect then the respect will shift into love and then the love will shift into trust and then the trust will shift into submission. Are you listening, men? A woman has to have interest in you when you choose her because that's that's how it happens. A man does choose a woman. If the man does not choose the woman, there's nothing that a woman can do. And ladies, you cannot change a man. You cannot change him. Men, once a woman trusts you, she will submit. She will submit to your leading. You have to be a leader. You have to give her something to trust. If you don't have trust, you have nothing. That's like a person who lies. Once they lie and you're a person that's big on trust, you won't trust anything that they said that they say. Will you give your heart to a person that trusts? No, 
you will not. So again, that process is interest, respect, trust, uh, interest, respect, love, trust, then submission. The next thing is when a woman, this is for you men, when a woman feels emotionally disconnected from you, sex will diminish. You will not be getting the punani. And her like for you, that like factor will be lost. Like I said earlier, you have to like your spouse and love your spouse. Even though those are two different things, you need both of them in order for the marriage to last. So let me tell you something, gentlemen. Let me tell you something. This is a tip for you. If your woman is asking you to make time for her, you need to make it because she's feeling emotionally disconnected from you. If she's asking you for date night, you need to make time for that date night, even if you just stay home uh, put the kids to bed, whatever the case may be, make a candlelight dinner, put on some soft music, some jazz, some scented candles, whatever. You need to make that happen because she's feeling emotionally disconnected from you and she needs to reconnect with you emotionally. When your woman is feeling emotionally connected to you, the juices will flow and you'll be happy. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> the next thing I want to talk about is you need in your relationship, your, especially in the dating or courting process, men and women need intellectual stimulation, sexual chemistry, and an emotional connection, which just ties into what I just taught you. Intellectual stimulation, sexual chemistry, and an emotional connection. In order to be mentally stimulating or intellectually stimulating, all you got to do is read. That's it. Talk to people. Bring back to this person that you're courting something new that you learned, but also that would be of interest to them. Some people like the study of money. Some people like uh, gardening. Some people like health and diet. Some people uh, like law. It depends on what the person likes. You want to teach them something that they never knew. And one of the things that I learned in uh, marketing and advertising, which can be applied to courting and relationships, use a word, teach somebody a new word that they've never heard of. Teach someone a new word that they've never heard of. They go, oh, this person is smart. And give them the definition. Use it in a sentence. Download the dictionary app. And um, uh, you get daily um, words to your, to your cell phone of um, uh, words that you can use. That's a way to learn new words. If you're reading an article in a newspaper, which you should have on your phone, which is totally free, you may see a word that you've never seen before. Highlight it and look up the definition of it. Use it in a sentence. When the opportunity presents itself in a conversation for you to use that word, use it. Another thing that I want to reiterate is 
look past a person's well, ladies, look past a man's looks, look past his bank account, and look past his relationship with God. There has to be more in order for the marriage to last. The next thing I want to tell you ladies is you are a good thing. When a man dwells with you according to understanding, that man can ask God for anything in prayer and receive it because his prayers are not hindered. So let me explain. Gentlemen, listen up. When you dwell with your wife according to understanding, that means that you have studied your wife's emotions and her emotional needs. This takes an investment of time. And you have to pay attention. I want you to look in First Peter 3, verse 7 in your Bible. Remember, I asked you to get your sword and your notepad and your pen. Look in 1 Peter 3 and 7. It says, husbands, this is the King James Version. Husbands, likewise, dwell with them, your wife, with understanding. Give honor to your wife as the weaker vessel, as being heirs together with the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. Husbands, men, dwell with your wife according to understanding that your prayers may not be hindered. First Peter 3 and 7. Are you listening? Women, you are a good thing. You are a good thing. And when your husband dwells with you according to understanding his prayers will not be hindered he can ask god for anything and god will honor his prayers because your husband your mate your spouse understands you emotionally the next thing i want to tell you ladies is that men like what they see you need to keep up with yourself Get your little aerobics going on. Whatever you're going to do. Some people like the gym. Some people like the outdoors. Figure it out. Find what you like. Keep your body in shape. Do your hair. Put on a little bit of lip gloss. Put some lotion on. Don't be walking around looking like you kicked flour all day. I'm going to do a podcast from Proverbs 31. I think that'll be my next podcast. Anyhow, women, keep up with yourself. Also, women, I want you to know that men like what he can physically sense. This means that the shaboing boing should uh, stand up at attention. Also, when once a man becomes heartbroken for the first time, it kind of snaps a man into reality. And so he'll sense when a woman is BSing or when a woman is emotionally manipulative, whatever the case may be. So you want to be sure 
that you understand the difference between knowing what you want versus emotional manipulation. A man likes what he physically senses. Another thing that I want to tell you, um, matter of fact, I want to add this on to what I just said. Men fall in love by what they see and women fall in love by what they hear. If you notice this proverb, there are two things happening. When it comes to men, it's his mind. This is about intellectual stimulation. When it comes to women, it is about the emotions. Men fall in love by what they see, the mind. Women fall in love by what they hear, the emotions. Another thing that I want to share with you is there's three ways to gain knowledge when it comes to the preparation of marriage. There are three ways. The first way is through information. Talk to people and listen to people who are already married. You can look at Will and Jada Smith as an example. Um, I can't think of any more. Um, people who have been married for a very long time who can uh, give you some advice. Um, there's a show on television, um, Black Love. That's a good show to watch. Niecy Nash and her husband, those are they are a good couple to glean from when it comes to um, marriage. So there's, there's different things that you can do to get information about being married. The second way to gain knowledge about the, pre the preparation of marriage is through observation. Observation. You have to observe and study your partner. Observe and study your partner. The third way to gain information, um, the third way to gain knowledge about the preparation of marriage is through communication. You have to learn and teach yourself how to relevantly communicate. You can say one thing but mean something else. So what you want to train yourself to do is to say what you mean and mean what you say. Try not to be indecisive. Matter of fact, be radical about getting rid of indecisiveness. The Bible says that um, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways in all of his ways. There are 10 things that you should start with, ladies, when you are in preparation for marriage. 10 things to start with. Number one, conquer your emotions. Number two, study the way that men think. Number three, value financial independence. Number four, focus on self-actualization. Number five, don't tolerate insecurity within yourself. Number six, do regular spiritual detox. Number seven, dress intentionally. This is something that God had highlighted to me, dress intentionally. You want to change the way that you uh, dress. Number eight, do not settle for a weak man or a weak-minded man. I personally, I personally like an alpha male. Number nine, 
sent. Uh, wait a minute. Number nine is uh, do not take people personally, meaning don't get easily offended when you're talking to people. There are some people that will deflect their stuff off on you. There are some people that want control. There are some people that want to put other people down. Do not get offended by other people. Number 10, perfect your relationship with God. You need to pray. You need to fast. You need to open up your Bible and read it. You need to pay attention to um, the things that God teaches you. When you hear something twice, that is something to take note of. I'm going to go because it is snowing today out here in these New York streets. And as you can hear in the background, there's a lot happening <laughs> early in the morning um, with the super just cleaning up the snow outside. And so um, this is being, this is like a little distraction. So I hope that you've gleaned much. Like I said, you're going to need to listen to this podcast more than twice. Take notes, share it on your social media sites, and I will definitely be back with another podcast. I think I'm going to do Proverbs 31 specifically for women. I'm definitely going to do another um, podcast specifically for men, and we're going to move forward however the Spirit of the Lord leads me. As he teaches me to prepare myself, I will teach you as well. Shalom.